Toy Power Podcast is a free podcast made possible by the support of our awesome Patreon sponsors. Head to toypowerpodcast.com and see how you can help. Welcome to Toy Power, the podcast where we talk toys and everything pop culture. G'day, it's Trent here and it is wonderful to have your company for today for episode two, two, three. This week on Toy Power, we take a look at all the latest news. Then we jump into a question without notice from Frank and we're going to touch on some dramas that Ben's been having in his toy room. Joining me today in the Toy Power studio, we've got Ben. G'day, g'day. Frank. G'day, g'day. And Darren. Hello, one and all. All right, let's hit it. Three, two, one. Cue music. So what have you got for me? He's got a new hat. Well, he does have a new hat, doesn't he? Who? Spawn has a top hat. Oh. He's like he's he's oh, like the a master of segways here. Look at that. Uh, well, that's it. That's that's what I do. Um, <laughs> they pay me the big bucks, but. We've got some great new pictures and imagery from a new Spawn Universe line from The Todd. Um, and it's just expanding the forever expanding Spawn Universe. We're getting not only the kind of regular characters we see, but also a number of supporting characters. We get the alternate, I guess you'd call him like Hugh Jackman kind of running the circus kind of Spawn. Hugh um, Jackman running the circus, what? You know that, yeah, the, uh, uh, what is it, the, the Greatest Showman? Yeah, The Greatest Showman. He's looking very Greatest Showman there, isn't he? You haven't seen it. <laughs> I, thought you, I thought you were going for like a um, Van Helsing kind of look to him. Yeah, like. a little bit. That that mixed in with, with Hugh. Um, but you get, so we get a Raven Spawn, Gunslinger Spawn, The Redeemer, Clown and Violator. Now, I don't know about you. These are looking absolutely incredible. Good old violator is always an amazing looking figure mm. um raven spawn as well he's getting his there's a batman vibes there kind of reminds me of that uh was it birdman the movie with michael keaton yes. yeah, that, that kind of yeah. look to yeah. it yeah <laughs> and and i reckon like dr fate slash with with, <laughs> with very colored yep. yep isn't he, he looks great yeah. so and clowns always a, always a good one mm. um pretty exciting any any takers on spawn Look, I used to be big on Spawn back in sort of high school days and stuff, so I'm, I'm familiar enough with these characters. So my understanding is all the billion different variations of Spawn all have some sort of history in the in the comics, even if it's just a, a once-off sort of thing. So it's good that they're sort of delving into those um, archives. It's interesting, the announcement that it's a universe, which seems to be very much the popular thing to do these days. So I think that's good. Um not for me in terms of I've got enough lines on my plate. I don't need uh, another one. I don't, I've don't. i sort of fallen off the, the spawn wagon if there is such yeah. a thing. Um, but yeah, for those who are big fans, it's, uh, it's happy days. Yeah, I think this sort of came out in the era when the original Marvel Legends from, uh, what's that? Toy, Toy Biz. Toy Biz, yeah, where they had comics with them. So if they were releasing Medieval Spawn or Raven Spawn or even Gunslinger Spawn, they'd have a comic book telling his story. I remember those. So that, that's where the uh, they're trying to pull from and bring them all into one universe and things. 
uh spawn is always really cool the the looks and everything the villains everything is just so cool but i collect enough toys like i, I think these look awesome good old uh todd the Todd father uh, can do no wrong with uh, his releasing and things. They're going to come out. Vic Davies has pretty similar words about yeah. <laughs> I just, I think he's found his, you know, his area now with yeah. the, the DC comics and things like that. The DC comics toys and things like that. I now think, that uh, DC have introduced him to the concept of articulation, he well, feels like right. he's got a new lease on yeah. life. Yeah, like, and he does. And these look like they, they're nicely articulated. They're done in that style, mm. that very, you know, Todd style. But I think... The work they've done on DC has given them the ability to make not pre-posed statues with yep. you know a few swivels, mm-hmm. but actually fully articulated figures. This mm. is, I mean, I was on the fence very much when Todd did that Kickstarter yep. and and that very articulated cape-looking spawn that has now shipped. Didn't go in on it, and I feel like now when I look at this line, I like oh, uh, I need that the one that got first away. spawn. It's almost like <laughs> this would have been a great time to put in a very traditional looking spawn perhaps but maybe everyone that's in on this bought that spawn and this is kind of like their second wave right so yeah i'd love to have a kind of you know 10 figure representation of modern spawn but Mm. i probably just can't cut it but also you got to remember there's about you know 10 different varieties of mortal Kombat spawn and is there different variations and that's more traditional looking so there's that concerning line of overkill you know of variance Mm. uh you know between too too much spawn yeah yeah yeah, Yeah, exactly like others have said i think it's a very cool looking line very tempting but i have more than enough lines to keep me busy and to keep me broke speaking of which (laughs) masters have beat me to it look at him look at him it's got a new head darren (laughs) (laughs) what's new is old again funnily enough it's that old trick of making you buy the same toy over and (laughs) over again so so in um Mattel's interview with Pixel Dan, they revealed that New Origins He-Man and Skeletor will include alternate vintage-style head options, as well as full power swords instead of the half power swords that came with Wave 1. That's cool. So are these deluxe? or yeah, they Do just... they come with the original Origins head as well? That I'm not too clear on. I okay. thought it was possibly just... wasn't stated outright, but I got the impression that it was an either-or. Hmm. Yeah, this is basically... A reissue with a different head. Oh, okay. Yep. Yeah. But yep. yeah, I could be I could be proven very wrong on that. I mean these these heads are the heads that I would have liked on the first release. Yep. Mm. To me they're the more definitive heads, particularly the closed mouth skeleton. Well they came second, you know. Possibly. They, yeah, you know, I know, I know how my first lot <laughs> yeah, first I and then and then the yeah. I, otherwise look, I... <laughs> otherwise if I did it the other way around, how well do you reckon I agree, yeah. and there's a lot in that. I, I look, I don't mind the open mouth skeleton. I like the, and I like it even more cool. now that we're getting yeah. this yeah. one. And I like the origins head He Man as well. It's a cool reinterpretation, yep. but I mean, these speak to our child. Yeah, these are for us, aren't they? Do you think they're going to go the route of like the you know half boot skeleton and all these sorts of really? I hope not for a mass release. Yeah, but yeah. I, I wouldn't. It wouldn't surprise me if we see some of those variants popping up in some format yep. whether it be you know another power con exclusive coming yeah. on later on yeah but. it depends on how well the, and how long the line lasts too it could maybe could be a way to refresh yeah it could be a way down the yep. track um but um yeah only only time will tell on that um speaking of us the universe um power con um pre-orders went on sale there was a little bit of trouble the server went down a little bit of trouble yeah um yeah i'm understating that there was some difficulty <laughs> With the server going down, and then um, 
the figures selling out in about 20 minutes. So um, from both PowerCon site and Big Bad Twister, they've just gone like that. Did you did you get one though? No. You didn't get any? I didn't get any. Right. Zero. I got... Were you after all of them? Yeah, I was after the whole lot. So yeah, no, I haven't haven't been able to to get those yet. Um, you know, I've I've had quite a bit of success over years with PowerCon. And, um, it is disappointing, but you know, um, you know, um, seeing some of the responses online and the death threats aimed at you know, <laughs> um, Val Staples and PowerCon and that, I'm you know, I'm sort of yeah, I'm you know that for me was a defining moment of what I don't want to become mm. if you know what I mean you don't want to be that sort of yeah, fan no I don't think that so. sort of fan <laughs> so you know that, that helped me proportion it very quickly when I saw that sort of res- response was going on it's an interesting one because it's the second Origins PowerCon exclusive yeah right? and these were made in the same numbers as last yeah and that's made. this is I, I was going to get to that because those other ones hung around particularly Big Bad Toy Store yeah, for quite a while they did. so I wouldn't like this is really interesting because, like we said, 20-minute sellout. If I was Val, I would have produced the same numbers, yep. You know, which is what he's done. And that you sometimes just can't control. No. And it sounds like from what Val said that Mattel make, made the call on the numbers this year and last year. Right. So they, they made the call based on what they thought was happening. There seems to be a, a conventional wisdom fighting around that, perhaps with the the difficulty in getting the Rise of Evil 2-pack, uh, that that's created the buzz and, a, and an interest and perhaps, you know, an idea of buying and reselling. Yeah, sure. Because of um, the difficulty in, in finding that particular set, which Mattel have sort of said is up to Target. If Target want more, they'll turn the machines back on. Okay. Um, and in relation to that 2-pack, they said that on the interview with Pixel Dan, and they have sort of insinuated um, because fans have been saying they're having trouble finding the line with the exception of He-Man and Skeletor that you know a lot of that is COVID related they yep. didn't intend mm. to, to um, reboot or you know revive Master Universe during a global pandemic and, and that has had an issue on supply so okay. so it sounds like they're aware of the problems around you know fans being able to find the stuff interesting I wonder if that goes for the same uh, cause as G.I. Joe in exclusive in target as well yeah yeah that's a very very good question um whether or not that's this if hasbro are experiencing the same issues mm. all one right. thing i did get was the mondo hordak cool oh very good oh, yes, yes. I got the, yes. I got the, yeah um, that looks sick and i got the limited edition one with the beautiful oh, oh yeah so i yeah. did so that sort of it kind of appeased you that, a little yeah, bit yeah yeah because yeah. i think that's going to be wicked Definitely. All right. I can't wait to see you never open that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But I've got the hurricane bits in box. Yeah. They're they're, they're there. Trust me. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Moving on to a neck of tea. So we had World Turtle Day was on Sunday, the 23rd of May. Yes. How did everyone celebrate that? I, I don't think I did anything. I, I, I didn't know it was a <laughs> thing. No, I, I, oh, I did, it I did was. The night shift at work. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I thought, gee, I wish I was at home watching um, the 90, 90, 10, <laughs> 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 Who was it? Is it uh, Tim Davies uh, that does Garfield? Yes. Um, yep. And he had one with these four turtles flying into Garfield's picture, all had different coloured bandanas. <laughs> yes, that's which right. was really cool. Yeah. And yeah. our good friend Leanne Hanna um, 
yes, did an yes. excellent illustration of Frank's favorite tur- turtle, Leo. Uh, you mispronounced that. You mean the best turtle? <laughs> no, no, no. I, um, <laughs> she I, even said it. The artist said it. So yeah, you can't yeah, argue the with it. Well, the artist said it, and, <laughs> and art, artist, you know, in the eye of the holder, and open to interpretation. And I interpreted that um, artistic statement differently. <laughs> Speaking of art, did anyone? Say, I don't know if it was World Turtle Day related, but. Kevin Eastman sitting with the creator of Rick and Morty. Yes. And uh, some, some crossover picks that they worked on together. They had three different images there. You can check check out uh, Kev's Instagram post. But my favourite was the Baxter the Fly one. It was just suited like the, you know, the Rick and Morty. They do that yeah. whole... Um, it's the eyes. It's it, the it, it's those the eyes eye. with the, yeah. like, they're like a little yeah. asterisk. Yep. Yeah. But they're yeah. just really, really cool. Nice. So worth checking out. Yeah. All right, so Naked certainly didn't forget that it was World Turtle Day, and they posted a cartoon image of the Channel 6 building with a teaser quote. We interrupt this special broadcast to bring you a special report. Now, all we saw was the image of the Channel 6 But I think I don't, I don't think the image of the building is a, is a clue. The image of the right. building, to me, is just we interrupt this broadcast to give you some news. It and it's showing the building because of the fact they're interrupting. Okay. No, but then uh, Th- that was my take. I don't know. Like when you think of some of the other teasers they've done where they do the, right. the, the shadow pictures of, of figures and you go, Oh, well it's it's Bebop and Rocksteady in bunny suits. And sure. they and they flat out deny it. They go, Oh, could it it could be something else? <laughs> yeah. And you go and then it turns out to be exactly what everybody suspected. Yeah, it's got to be Fred Wolf, though, doesn't it? Because it's got to be, yeah. It's Fred Wolf. Otherwise, it might as well have been Channel Three movie. Well, the the other the other yeah. rumor that's yeah. doing the rounds with this is the the Channel Six news van. Yeah, because See, yeah, now, okay, just I just on that, that. Mm. so that's a very good call because April is the hardest character to find now. She's sold out, really? and she is a two hundred dollar figure. Which April? With the, From April, the cartoon, the cartoon April. April. Is that right? Yeah, she's oh, a two hundred dollar US. So that's a really uh, good two pack. Way of yeah, with yeah. the foot soldier. No, everyone's like it's a it's a crappy figure, and yet I don't have it, and <laughs> I'm not paying two hundred dollars for it. <laughs> yeah. You know. And uh, it's not the best figure, but it's such an integral. Character. Of course. Yes. So if yeah, they yeah. if they release the Channel Six news van, mm. then that's a great way to do another release of April, and, and they then can appease the, the, the uh, sculpt and fix some yeah. of the issues. Yeah. Shrunk, okay. Shrink down the head a little bit. Yeah. So, yeah, and then make us all buy, buy it again that we don't need <laughs> to get a decent. Well, you also you'd also <laughs> think it's a bit of a tester for the party wagon that has been sort of uh, yeah. rumored and, and sort of danced around uh, a little bit. Um, it's smart to, it would be smart to release that before the party van too if you're using this, a, some, some, the April as yeah, the carrot yep. yeah and if you're able to do any kind of retooling from you'd the want van, that first yes. wouldn't yeah, you really if you were Necker if yeah. you were Necker because let's be honest the party wagon is going to outsell it yeah yep. 10 to 1, to 1. so what right. about what about can I just ask a question on the diorama we know the very mm. three tiered streetscape diorama that they've done in movie style did, we did get a cartoon yes, one. Yes, a cartoon one. Okay, so it's not it's not going to be that, is it? Well, That's not very. <laughs> no, I, don't think I mean so because people have already bought and paid for yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the only other thought people had is that it's the inside. We in the cartoon series, you spend a bit of time oh, okay. inside the building with yep. April and and uh, you know all the other staff in Burn there. And Burn, I, and Burn Thompson. Yeah, but I don't know. It that just seems like a it pretty seems, boring. It does kind you know, of place. Uh, and I don't think you know you can't exactly have the turtles and Shredder battling it out inside Channel Six. I'm not sure that ever happens in yeah, the original it has show. Happened, actually, but, but um, like it's, but yeah, it's, it's it seems a too deep a cut. Yes, yeah. even for Necker. Yeah. Um, I reckon it's that Irma and Burn Thompson two pack that Frank's been hanging for. 
You know, I'd probably be interested in an Irma just because she's in the show. So th- that's yeah, a character yeah. I can I can perfectly picture how she was represented on the screen, and that's what Necker will do really Absolutely. well. Yeah, I want that Irma figure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Burn, and I'd take a Burn Thompson. I would I'd, too, I'd take actually. him. Yeah. I, I mean, mean, we had a figure of a, him in the... In, yeah, in the Toon Turtles line, look, yes. they became Holy Grails cause it's, partly because they're so hard to get. Yeah. So it doesn't seem that off the wall, all jokes aside, that they would do them. Mm. Well, we know we're getting Irma because yeah, we, we saw her in those shots. It's but just, I think mm. Ben Thompson's a real chance too. Yeah, interesting. Our friends at The Foosh interview uh, Brian Flynn. Oh, so they're copying us. You know, that's... <laughs> yeah. In fairness, they interview Brian Flynn uh, every other week, yeah. from what I understand. Yeah. Uh, but basically, it was a went for like an hour and a half, I think, the whole thing. It's up on YouTube if you want to find it. Uh, I sort of went through and, and found the, the highlights for the turtle stuff. They talk about Thunder ta- uh, Thundercats and sort of touch on Silverhawks. Nothing really sort of jumped out to me there, but just sort of a couple of highlights from a, a perspective of Turtles fans and in particular the Turtles Ultimates. The uh, four-pack reissue where you get all four Turtles, basically it was confirmed that they will have the version two colors of the accessories. So that's neither here nor there, but in case anyone was wondering, talk about Leatherhead and you know the concerns about the size. A little bit hard to tell from some of those early pictures we got. He's apparently what Brian was saying is the package will be the same height and width, but the depth of the package yep. is allowed to grow. So he's okay. actually quite a long character sort of. So he will still have that short stature like the original figure, but he's long. So an in scale alligator at that scale would be. Yep. Yeah. I did see one of the guys from super seven, not Brian mm. doing some resin walkthroughs right. with the resin masters. Cool. And that he's got, Tons of articulation. Like he, they've really dialed up the articulation, so you can get him into all those different poses. And he is—he's big. He's very, very long. Mm. From looking at that video, awesome, yeah. awesome. Because that was one of my concerns. Seeing the early pictures, you go—that was one of the jokes of the original line that he was so small. But I'm glad they've—they've they've scaled that up. Uh, Ray Fillet, which is probably most people's favorite out of this upcoming wave, they are looking to do the color change effect on the plastic, just like oh, the wow. original wave. So, like, what a water in you hot. You dip it in hot water yeah. and it, it, the plastic goes a different color. Wow. They're, they're, you know, not confirmed, but they're. They're interested they're in trying in trying to do it's it. It's 80s technology used to its <laughs> <Yeah>. best. <laughs> Chuck a hologram on yeah. it and we're looking good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this is a question that we had with once we got to wave five. Brian basically said, it's a Ninja Turtles line. Mm-hmm. Every wave in this line will come with a turtle. Obviously, he said, look, there's so many variants to choose from, whether it's a rock and roll turtle or a, you know the military turtles. Every wave will come with a turtle. So you can count on that, which is something we've speculated on a little bit is this going to do your head in potentially frank if if they don't do them in sequence i might cry well in the sense that there are some you know like sports star turtles yes if they do one sports star oh. and then they pick one military mutant and no one... they need to do like if if, the, if wave six doesn't have what you know space mikey uh, uh, space, 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 space Rav, you know sewer right. mikey yeah. yeah i think that yeah. that makes the most Donnie. sense but also brian in his interview did say he goes that's the most hotly contested position. When they're sussing out waves, they're, they're generally in agreements with three out of four. And that turtle slot is the one where all the staff, everyone's got their own personal sure. favourites. And 100%. that's the one that is drives people nuts right. in the selection process. So well, they're off to it, to me, Sua Samurai, the, and the way they've executed on that figure, they've nailed it, right? Because yep. they've gone relatively early variant, 
a very sensible variant. It mm. will appease Darren because yep. it makes sense. Um, <laughs> but an early one that everyone recognises. Everyone had so one they, of those yeah. figures growing up. Yeah, I, exactly. I, I, I'll have you know to admit... Other, sorry, you go first, I, I was on Pop Culture the other day and I needed to place an order for something and I needed to push my cart over the $100 limit. Mm. And no word of a lie, my finger was over the uh, oh. Sir Samurai Leonardo. <laughs> yes, do and it. That, that's, that's not even having the originals because I just am so blown away yep, by yep. that awesome. Yep. I didn't do it, but uh, I was <laughs> what, what very tempted. What did you tempted. push over? Uh, I, I, got, I just got the shredder cheese grater. Yeah. Because oh, uh, yeah. okay. I don't have that. Uh, something nice. so oh. silly, but... Uh, but cool. I but I think guaranteed next like wave six won't be Leonardo again. It'll have to be another turtle. Yeah. No, be, correct. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. But you know what else appeases me, um, and I think Brian's um, appeased my fears. What went for me where playmates um, lost me with the vintage line was that for several years every turtle, yeah. every figure was a variant. Was a variant. Turtle. Sure. Um, the yeah. idea that that each wave is anchored by one. Means that you've got three others yeah. that are not. Yeah. I, I find 100%. a great deal of comfort in that. Mm. And, you know, obviously it's going to depend on which variants they choose. But Trent's right, you know, um, the Samurai Leo makes sense story wise and, and has such history of the line that, you know, how could I not be on board with that? Mm. But, um, you know, even if it's a variant I wouldn't have chosen, there's three other figures to appease me. Yep. Yep. Makes sense. Yeah, so on the topic of character selection, Usagi. Now, uh, early on, Brian flagged that Usagi was coming in Wave 5. That didn't happen because of his basically because of his new show that's coming mm-hmm. out yep. uh, sometime very soon. So they were basically held back. So Usagi, as I understand, is basically done. They've mm-hmm. just got to wait uh, for the lawyers. To yeah, until yeah. they're allowed to. Uh, lots of modifications and changes done to April. I think we saw some pictures with alternate heads, yeah. uh, as many as three plus the one that she comes with out of the box. And he was saying, look, of all the figures, April's getting a lot of lot more attention and tweaking so that we get that one right. And I think that's to appease the the variants of April. That's sort of, you know, there's the, the iconic yep. figure, but then she came with about three different heads Correct. before yep. you got out of the 90s sort of thing. Yep. So talked about the shipping dates and stuff it should be no surprise this is all dates that are sort of blown out thanks to our friend covid uh but you probably should be expecting wave three in june sometime so that's very soon as of this recording uh man is looking like about as big and as heavy as bebop and rocksteady he's uh, definitely going to be a big boy now casey this is interesting because we know brian flynn when asked Who's your favourite turtle? He yes. replied with Casey. He did indeed. And so yeah. he goes, We are trying to cram as many different like golf clubs, bats, as many accessories as we can get away with in that Casey figure. Nice. How good. I think that was your question from memory frame when we Who's your favourite turtle? Yeah. Yeah, 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 absolutely. And while nothing confirmed, he I uh, think the question was directed around look, assuming the Thunder Tanks Thunder Tank is a success and it looks that way. What are the chances of an iconic Turtles vehicle? And Brian just sort of nodded. He goes, if I was one of those magic eight balls, you'd shake it and you'd say, signs point to yes. But I'm not confirming anything. So, um, yeah. That's good news. It's it's on the horizon. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Makes me feel that I made the right call holding off on the Thunder Tank so that I've got money to put into the the party wagon. And one last little thing that's actually not really Turtles related, but there was talk about Toxic Crusaders. Brian is very keen to do more uh, rather than just the Toxie figure we've already got. Uh, he's specifically called out Radiation Ranger. He was a big fan of that one. So there is hope on the horizon if you want more Toxie figures in Ultimates. Oh, I do. I sure do. I think Radiation Ranger is a good one to do early yes. on because Agreed. it 
army builder people are going to buy multiples that can help to fund, can help fund future figures later, yeah. i think so yeah i, I mean it's it's nine figures and, and it, if we're lucky maybe wave two maybe wave two if you yeah, know two, varna yeah. studios if you follow them on instagram yeah. they're posting a lot of their resin prototypes that they did and i think they had actually the other day they had the second wave toxie figure that they'd re-sculpted that was going to be, you know, kind of like a re-release of Toxie. Very different facial expression, that sort of thing. So, yeah, be very, very exciting to see some of those lost wave figures. Absolutely. Give us that junk, uh, that ooze T-Rex thing. Oh, that T-Rex. Yeah, Yeah, exactly right. All right, moving on. Keeping with Ninja Turtles, we've got Playmates. So we talked about uh, the Cobra Kai crossover with uh, Playmates Ninja Turtles and now we've got some regular Turtles crossover and we've finally got some pictures so we've got yeah, Leonardo we mentioned this so we've got no so Leonardo <laughs> versus Rocksteady there's a picture and of course it is that uh, Ultimate classic. classic sorry yeah, yeah I yeah. forget what they all called From like 2012 yeah. yeah so the classics Leonardo versus Rocksteady Michelangelo versus Bebop so they're the two images that we've seen Raphael versus a Triceraton. Mm. We've never seen a Triceraton. Not even in a this. prototype. No. No. And then Donatello versus Shredder. And, of course, we did see a prototype of Shredder. Yeah, mm. so, and Krang. And Krang, correct. That's yeah. right, we did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yes. So these are already up for pre-order for $80 each Australian. Uh, I've... I've Already clicked it. I've really? <laughs> the Shredder sure fan. Yeah, that I oh, am. Man, you're going to have a I've Donnie to get rid of. Sight unseen. <laughs> I, I'm never going to be able to get rid of that Donnie. But uh, <laughs> yeah, that's that's uh, already um, classed as my kid's toy already. Uh, but no, I had to I had to get that Shredder. Who yeah. gets the Happy Meal toy out of this? This is the doorstop, isn't it? <laughs> that's it. Uh, I was personally so annoyed they never yep. followed through with that shredder yes. and i ended up selling all these classics not a couple of years ago mm-hmm. at uh, one of the fairs because i just uh they, they're just so inferior to yes. anything Absolutely. else well this that, is the thing now yeah. like i remember when i thought this was the bee's knees of turtles and mm-hmm. and i got all of them the movie ones oh, <laughs> i mean no. oh no the, <laughs> i mean look at you look at it now with they're with 2021 hindsight too, but- yeah, but the Bebop the... and Rocksteady are... are di- like, I mean, let's be yeah. honest. Those turtles, you know, are they can't pretty, even hold their weapons. They are. pretty average. Know, that, that's in the era before Necro, sure. before yeah. Super 7, before Mondo. Yeah, but do you know, if, if, if they'd followed that. through with that, if they'd done you the Shredder, if we'd already had the... Tri- even that first 10 back of characters in this style, I'd probably have them all, to be honest. I would yeah. too. Yeah. I think I think that's... It gets away. And I'd be selling them all right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, who, who knew yeah. that, you know, this sort of stuff was going to go well, so big exactly with other companies. Right. They but, came at a time of drought. But it was Playmates yeah. trying to do something different and then they've just kind of sat on it yeah. because everyone else overtook them. And look, to that point, do we feel that this is a bit, you know, why, why Playmates release these when you've got what Super 7 and NECA are doing? I mean, mm. you've got... Look, I'm, I'm interested in that Triceraton and yeah. in the Shredder. Yeah. I want to see them before I jump on. But I, I, the, this Rocksteady, Pat, I mean... Well, I think that the Rocksteady and Bebop were quite hard to find. Maybe okay. not they here were... in Australia, but I yep. have heard stories of, of other places where they okay. just they can't find them. No, and no, so this is another way online, for so... them to, to get out to the fans, I suppose. These yeah. What are those, 80 bucks? 80 bucks. That's uh, about, about $40 too when, much. But when anyway. you're talking about a product <laughs> yeah. that was available in 2012, I don't think you can sort of go straight to market with out reissuing some of those mm. those characters again because people aren't going to be interested in half a line. Yep. No, fair call. I, I, I'll admit I'm a sucker 
but I need I need my shredder. Oh, I, no, I, you know, I respect to that. I, man. I, I, Mad I, respect. Yeah. I pass on so many other things, but I need to. You know, I'll be happy. I can. Oh, just look, get and the from one memory, and that done. prototype looked good. Yes, it mm. did. Yeah. 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 So did yep. the crank. Yep. Yep. All right. Now we're onto some Transformers news, and it's the best kind of Transformers mm. news because it's '86, <laughs> and Hasbro has announced some new Studio Series '86 figures. It's continuing, which is great news because Wave One was freaking awesome, uh, and the figures they got, the quality of those Hot Rod Cup, uh, we had you know blur. like bl- yeah, Blur and Jazz, Jazz yeah. and I think even Grimlock with a little. Um, it was, it was basically yeah. the it was basically the masterpiece, masterpiece just yeah. dumbed yep. down a little with a little yeah. wheelie on yep. there, which is very yep. cool. Now we're getting an, another Dinobot, which is fantastic. We're getting Slug, who is the Triceraton, comes with a little Daniel Witwicky in his exosuit, not as detailed as what you'd imagine from the masterpiece. You can't actually see the head mm. under the clear dome, but still very cool. We're getting also the Nor. Which is fantastic, yeah. The old Sharktacon who looks who looks amazing in this version. Great um, army builder. Great, yeah, yeah, fantastic army builder. He's got the mace tail as well as the blaster, and uh, everyone's favourite Wrecker, the um, voiced by Al Eric was Idle. it weird? Eric Idle, yeah, yep. and, and to the beats of. Um, Dare to be stupid by Weird Al Yankovic. Weird Al, that's where I was thinking Weird yeah. Al was came in. Yeah, right. Um, yep. But very, very, very cool figure. He's got all his um, removable wheel accessories. Um, it, it'll be very interesting if you can get another one and mount him on the bike. You know, oh, yeah, yeah, cool. I've cool. heard they I've do heard, a bit of that, don't they? Yeah, the I've, I've heard the uh, third party ones you can, and mm, people. Yep build up to six uh, yeah. different versions of them. But it'll be interesting to see if Retgar can sit on himself, you know, and then uh, they do alternate... Because yeah. Transformers, mm. they have... As soon as they release something, third party just like, right, alternate head there, yep. little gaps there, yep. better gun there, mm. whatever. So if they... if Retgar can sit on his bike in alt mode, yep. then they'll they'll be faster than you know it. There'll be yeah. uh, alternate heads. <laughs> Here's for, how to make uh, you a full junkie on. Yeah, team. exactly. Yeah. yeah, and good luck to them. I think that's a fantastic attribute for the Transformers fans, yep. and uh, something other toy lines are definitely missing. So. Well, I was going to say, I'd be very curious because I know, Trent, you've got one of the third-party wreck I do have a third-party wreck I want to see that alongside. Mate. Yeah, and his mm. mate. Um, And look, my only kind of... Scale's a bit weird for me and I find Retgar in the third-party masterpiece is just too big. Mm. He's, he's, as, he's like almost kind of like Rodimus Prime big. Uh, and uh, to me, he should be like Hot Rod Cup size. Yep. Um, yeah, for sure. So I this agree. one, yep. I think he's a brilliant figure. He's going to scale really well. Mm. Funnily enough, I had some, some Meyer vouchers during the week and I went up to Meyer and I've had my eye on the first wave of, of 86 studio series and they happen to have a 20% off sale Whoa. and so I, I, I mean, I'm a massive cup fan I'm like you know what I don't collect anything other than masterpiece but I wonder if I can sneak in my cup into my masterpiece um, and then I'm like you know what I'll get blur as well oh, you know what this hot rod looks pretty cool I'll get a hot rod <laughs> so I ended, up getting a, yeah, I ended up getting I got, I got jazz because how could I leave jazz behind absolutely and I, I think they're just they're probably a little bit too small to kind of go in with masterpiece. Right. But I'm doing it anyway. Yep. So I reckon I'm in on, on this eighty six line. Nice. Because okay, so I love the movie yeah. so much. Yep. Yeah, yeah. No, I hear. Shut up and take my money. All right, moving on to Marvel Legends. They did another of their uh live stream things uh during the week. So there was a whole bunch of new stuff. 
Uh, we got to see a first look at a Wave 2 for their 3.5-inch Kenner-branded retro figures. We got a look at US Agent, uh, very popular at the moment given Falcon and the, and the Winter Soldier show. Uh, black Suit Spider-Man, Storm in her classic uh, ridiculous uh, black costume uh, with the ring in the middle that defies physics. But anyway, uh, Silver Surfer, probably the cheapest figure ever to make. Uh, Stealth Suit Iron Man as well in that wave. So these are the ones where, honestly, the card art is the big selling point on these, For in my opinion. Um, anyone got any thoughts? Oh, I like them. Yeah. I, I, is, anyone, is anyone in for no, these, though? No, I'm not like, quite. Darren, I know you're a big fan of the Kenner logo and had the way they, they've done that. Had they been in scale with the superpowers figures, they would have been an absolute must-have. What yeah. is what are superpowers at? You need size wise? They're about five. five. Yeah, yeah. Okay. these are these, these are, are your Star Wars GI Joe size. Yeah. GI Joe yeah. size. Yeah. And, and I agree. I love the card art. Mm. Yeah. It's like all the reaction stuff. Yes. I love it, but I just can't justify the price point for the kind for of what the figure is. I'm getting. Correct. I'll get them when they do Star Wars the vintage kind of retro ones mm-hmm. and I'm getting okay that's how they were as back in the uh, the 80s or yep. late 70s, 70s and, 80s, yes. and they're doing a repro of that I'm in for that sure but where they're kind of doing their modern take using modern techniques for uh, yeah I, I want more figure like Darren saying I want 5 inch plus yeah. I'll, I'll happily buy the Marvel Legends on the retro cards <laughs> but this yeah I'm, I'm gonna yeah. pass yeah yeah I, sure. yeah, I absolutely when this was announced wished they were in that superpower scale because it would have been awesome to have a Marvel companion 100%, line to that yeah you know um, but yeah they're just they're just not alright still on Marvel Legends and we've got a first reveal of a new Age of Apocalypse this is Wave 2 characters we have not seen before we've got our first look at Magneto Rogue Cyclops Sabretooth Shadowcat aka Kitty Pride. Iceman and Legion with the builder figure of the coolest oh, Colossus you have ever seen. I gotta be honest, I've already pre ordered this. Nice, man. I just yeah, I had to. Respect. I, you know, the Sugar Man wave with the Age of Apocalypse stuff was one of the very few, I think it was the first full wave. Yep. I just went click, buy, Done. do it. And, you know, I, I love the comic run of Age of Apocalypse and I just went, uh, I'm in. And to be honest, what you, the shots you're looking at. They're actual renders. They're, renders, they're not the yeah. actual figures, but if they're even close to that, I'll I'll be a happy boy. So it's an insane wave, Frank. I mean, when I saw this, I'm ba- I went back and I'm looking at that Sugar Man wave now. Try <laughs> track it down. I want this one. And, yep. And then I almost I don't want to get this if I don't have wave one. So, Correct. but that freaking Colossus man, it's gonna be huge. Oh, and yeah. he's just the coolest looking with the full like. It's almost like a Ninja Turtle. <laughs> Kind of Jim Lee bandana. Yeah, yeah like, it is. It's yeah. so, so yeah. cool looking. Yeah. Yeah. Guile from Street Fighter called and wants his hair back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's on steroids, True. isn't it? For Legion. Yeah, yeah. I know it's, a, it's a wacky figure, but those other designs are just brilliant. I like yeah. uh, Iceman, how he's sort of got little spikes and things. Yep. I think that makes him so much more menacing yeah. rather than just looking like a repaint of Silver Surfer and just completely smooth. He looks uh, like intimidating. Yeah, I, I think that's. So yeah, cool. he comes with like spiky hands. You sort yep. of think carnage and those yeah. sorts of things. Yeah, uh, people were saying there's a, a for those who don't know the comics, there is a, a point where he essentially uses his ice powers and turns a bit like the um, the old GI Joe figure where the bottom half of him is a, is a snake. Oh, uh, so he does that in the comics, uh, and so people were like, 
that would have been a cool builder figure just saying like give yep. us a, a snake ice man because of course he can grow in size and stuff but i think it was between colossus and Sabretooth, oh, really yeah and they've, they've made the right call I very think. much so speaking of making the right call they've also done a another retro figure this is spider-man 2099 on the spider-man retro uh card art that we've seen uh, a few retro figures on very cool because if anyone who's trying to hunt this figure down, uh, you, good luck trying to find him. I think he's only from about 2012 uh, and he goes for a bomb on the secondary market. Now, from what I understand, this isn't a new body. This is literally they've turned the machine back on and he's exactly the same as he was for that old figure. Some people like that. Some people don't. I think you might have been hoping for that recent Spider-Man body that's got the, the double sort of ab crunch to get in those wicked poses, but... If you're trying to trace down this figure, suddenly the uh, secondary market got a whole lot cheaper because this guy is uh, going to be pretty accessible. And yeah. very last thing, on the stream, they tease a few th future projects as they like to do. We get our first look at Tigra, who is... Oh, yes. Uh, yes cheetah. Cheetah-looking. Basically, cheetah, basically yeah. cheetah in yep. the Marvel Universe. Uh, now, she's another one who, the last time we've seen, I think there's only ever been one other Tigra figure. It was from 2009. So this is one that is, you know, long overdue. She's got the pinless technology as well. So she looks really, uh, really good. As good as a, a lady in a swimsuit can look with a tail. Uh, but <laughs> something like that. We've had plenty of Tigra figures in the past. They've just been in the Thundercats line. Oh, <laughs> boom, boom. Uh, and then they also had a bit of a tease. There was a, a large sword with a little uh, Lockheed, uh, Shadowcat's little dragon, which is basically alluding to an Excalibur wave, which X-Men fans will be all about that. That's not my kind of jam, but it looks very, very good. Mm, something that is my kind of jam is this Lego Marvel Spider-Man Daily bugle set and i tell you what this has got to be some sort of record it's the biggest the set mini ever, figs it? in a set wow 25 mini figs in this set um it's and, big and it's not just it's, like population characters no. you know, random there's some solid names in here oh, like it's yeah it's insane i can i can talk to a few doc ox spider-man venom miles morales we get a full-size spider ham Green Goblin, Peter Parker, Spider-Gwen, wow. Mysterio Sandman, Robbie Robertson, and many more. Um, so that is that is really, and, really cool. And then five minifigures, a new, brand new yep, to brand the new. set, exclusive. Blade the Vampire oh, Hunter. Blade. Right? Yep. Wow. J. Never Jonah, had him. No, J. Jonah Jamison, uh, the, uh, Black Cat, Daredevil, and the Punisher. Yeah. Some like big names how crazy that have never that? appeared in Lego yeah. up to this point. Yep. Mm. It's, yeah. they're, they're doing it all. It's it's big, like it's 82 centimetres high, 3,772 pieces, which is, if you think, biggest set, Millennium Falcon 7.5. So it's sort of half a Oh, I was, was meant in, in terms oh, of Oh, it probably is. Yeah. It probably is one of the, the highest sets. Mm. Um, so it's basically, it's all modular as well. You can um, take... Stack, unstack them, take the backs off, see all the details inside. Very, very detailed. You, you know, sorry, just in, you know what you'd want to do? You'd want to buy two sets, right? Mm. Right? Stack uh, the two oh. together on top of each other and then sell the second set's minifigures to pay for both of them. <laughs> yeah, you probably, you <laughs> probably right. could. Right? Yeah. That's a great but, idea. I mean, I, I, I don't know what this is worth. But Maniacal a, Malcolm I has, has... I thought it was like 400 US. 400 US? Yeah. You and do the, the maths on the minifigs yeah, alone. Yeah. $25, even if it's $10 a minifig on average. Mm -hmm. That's... 
250, 250 bucks, bucks yep. right? Yep. Just paid uh, for itself. Maniacal Maybe. Malcolm already has this set in hand. Mm. Oh, so, really? Yes, yep. he does. He's yep. got it. Yep. So, oh, wow. One of our local Patreons in Adelaide here. So, yeah, it's out there. Go and grab it now. Uh, it even includes the Spider-Man's buggy. Yep. So And a taxi, I think, as it's well. It's got a taxi. Just, There's a little just, comic book stand or yeah. newsstand out the front. Mm. Just freaking Very, awesome. very cool. Yeah. Now we know. And knowing is half the battle. All right, something that hit my radar is the Toys That Time Forgot Volume 1. It's back. Yes, back, baby. Uh, mm. So from Blake Wright, Volume 1 is now being reprinted and is available as a Kickstarter campaign. The Kickstarter goal <laughs> was reached within the first 12 yeah, hours. Surprising, so it? it is 100% green lit. Grab so it. go ahead, sign up and back this book to secure this long out of print title. Well worth getting. A lot yeah. of people went and got volume two and three in the latest Kickstarter. You want the complete set because it really is a, a journey. It's, it's the culmination of all these sort of prototype uh, works that never got released. So yeah, definitely if you've got, if, or if you want to get in on this, Jump on now because it's, it's, it's a fantastic. See it do so well. People have yeah. been campaigning for this for years. I happen to have got the, the first run, yeah. but I'm tempted to get the reprint as well. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, no, but you know what? Because I've been because I jumped in on this volume one because I signed yep. up for volume two and three mm. as a combo and uh, missed volume one and now this is my opportunity. But he is so you know blown away by uh, the popularity of volume one now. He's like, look. I'm seriously considering Volume 4. Yeah. Volume, oh, wow. So, no, volume no. 4 was oh, like a, wow. you know, huge oh, maybe. Never going yeah. to happen. But the fact yeah. that it got funded, Volume so 1, quickly. you know, in 12 That's hours, cool. he's like, now I'm starting to be... You know, serious because uh, if people are that might keen laugh, for it, but that's the temptation of backing volume one as well for me. A but what are you going to do with two copies now? Actually, because I understand you yeah, open one, one you know. the bookcase as a like museum level quality <laughs> um, not, rendition, and the other one's going to be like a Bible that I crank open. And look do you remember at. that episode <laughs> of Treehouse of Horrors <laughs> where the, the the boys are looking through Radioactive Man yeah. number one and they get the tweezers <laughs> to you know put it on, sterilize it before they turn the page. <laughs> That's 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 how I picture Darren's yep. kind of you know the one that sits on the shelf. And, yeah, yeah, white gloves. Yeah, and no one's allowed to breathe on it. <laughs> All right, we have had a trailer drop during the week for the long-awaited Eternals uh, movie by the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Angelina Jolie looking absolutely stunning. Mm. What did we think of this? Got a couple of the Game of Thrones guys. Um, yeah. I noticed there uh, Rob Stark in there. Mm-hmm. Um, um, there's a whole bunch. It's one of those movies that I don't know. I feel like it's a bit of a risk that I don't think Marvel have had quite a bigger risk since the Guardians of the Galaxy was a thing. Well, that paid off, didn't yeah, they? It did, off, and, yeah. and and yet what they've done is they invested in the director, and I can't remember her name to oh, be honest, but she yes. recently won an Academy Award for Best Picture. Yes, but of course this has long been in gestation, so they basically saw her work and Nomadland, went, maybe something yes, like that. Yes, I think so. Um, I could be very wrong. good cinematographer, and, that, and that's it. And the yeah. reports I've heard is when they showed the initial sort of footage to the the big wigs at Marvel, the, Kevin Feige just kept saying that's straight out of a camera, that's not CG. So the, oh, the director wow. is really like, no, right. we're going to shoot on location. So it's costing yep. them big bucks. Yep, but it looks gorgeous. The, the plants growing out, that's time lapse. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there is some effects in it, obviously. <laughs> But, you know, she, where possible, she's shot on location and stuff, which is... Right. It sounds silly in this day and age. To, but look, but I know... I mean, I, I feel like 
as my, I love the Marvel Cinematic Universe, mm. but I feel there's something somewhat generic about the movies, right? Mm. In terms of um, the way that they're they're shot, you know, yeah. and they 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 don't they don't look like high end epi- cinema, almost episodic. Yeah, 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 like, and it's, and it's not a criticism. it's not a criticism. Mm. It's just that's what they're aiming for. Style, yeah. This yeah. looked like, like you said, Oscar worthy kind of cinematography, and yeah. it, it it was. I was like, oh, this is a nice kind different. of different. Yeah, this is different. This mm. will, and I almost want to see it to see that. That's enough to get me through the door. Mm. I think we've we've had a bit of chatter on the Discord about the Eternals, and the, a lot of people see them as sort of like very CD grade mm-hmm. characters. But they are gods, aren't they? Yeah, or they, so they're they're, I think like we've mistake humans have mistaken them for gods. Is that yes. sort of uh, the, the concept? The closest thing I would compare them to in DC is the the new gods. New gods, okay. And so they've been around since the the you know humanity was in the, the caveman era, sort of thing. Um, the bit that's got sort of people talking is they say, "Oh, but we never interfere," and yeah. and then they even make a joke at the end to just to just to remind you it's tied into everything you know about. Oh, now that Captain America and Iron Man are gone, who will lead the Avengers? Ha ha ha! Yeah. And I sit there and go, "So where the hell were you guys when Thanos was 100%. snapping his fingers? Right? 100%. If you're these all powerful." guiding humanity you just sort of and i'm sure they'll address it in the film they have to yeah but everyone's just sitting there going well, thanks for your input guys yeah. like yeah. good on you so yeah it'll be interesting um, and uh, it's going to come up in the film no doubt so but i think it's uh it's good it's uh something different all right very good uh, all right. one one more thing news uh we've got the adelaide mega toy fair mm. um, on june yes. 5th and 6th Adelaide Showgrounds, it's the 27th year yeah. uh, running. So obviously last year couldn't have it because of the pandemic COVID, and yeah. all that sort of jazz. But uh, yeah, next weekend, uh, come and come and see us. We'll be there. Also we'll we'll worth mentioning that it is the biggest toy fair in Australia mm-hmm. and that there is a replica 1966 Batmobile that's going to be there. Oh, wow, really? you got the keys to drive it in, did you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Apparently, um, it was on the, on their Facebook page. Oh, so nice. I'm um, looking forward to seeing that. I've never seen a 66 replica. I've seen the 89 one a few mm. times, and I've seen the Batman Forever one, but never the 1966 one. So mm. that that's going to be a big deal for me. Very good. Excellent. All right, now over to Frank. Our master of the unseen question. <laughs> so this is a question I actually saw floating around the uh, the interwebs a couple of weeks ago, and I thought it just fascinated me. I come up with about four different versions of my answer to it, so I thought I'd put it to the guys. Um, we're talking turtles, so we all know that the turtles were named after famous artists, Leonardo, Raphael, etc., and they're generally regarded as the best at what they do in their chosen field. If you had to name four brand new turtles, but from any other field of your choosing. So it can be, it doesn't have to be art. It can be your four favorite musicians, your four favorite sports people, whatever you like. Do they have to all be from the same thing or could you just pick the best? Loosely, no, they're from the same thing. So if you're picking sport, they don't have to be from, they don't have to be all be basketballers, for example, but sport as a, as an overarching thing. I'm sure like in terms of, you know, Leonardo, Donatello, etc. They're not all painters. Some are sculptors. Not, I don't think they're yeah. even from the same, uh, from the same sort of era. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not, yeah. yeah. So you can yeah. go, you know, if you're picking basketball for arguments, like you can go Michael Jordan next to, you know, some of the modern day players, for example. So yep. I, it just it, it's a question that really got me thinking. I don't know what you guys think about this. Uh, I you, love it. Yeah, uh, yeah, I love yeah. it. I, I've got mine. It sounds if, like you're prepared, no one else mate. Is, Go for uh, it. it, it all, uh, yeah, okay. All right, you've got to guess mine, right? Oh, who, okay. who, who, Where I'm from. And who's who. Okay, Hicks, 
Dutch, Reese and McReady. <laughs> <laughs> Marines? <laughs> They're all aliens. No, alien no, that one of them is aliens. Yeah. Uh, Hicks. He's a space marine. Dutch. He's Arnie, like commando kind of yes. guy. Yes, yeah. Reese. Oh, Kyle Reese. Kyle, Kyle Reese yeah. and McReady. McReady? I don't know McReady. They're all but they're all, no. they're all like tough commando yeah, type guys. McReady's yeah. from The Thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah gotcha. Um, uh, so the best of command, like yeah, commandos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> nice. So Hicks, Hicks from Aliens playing as Leonardo because yep. he's the squad leader of sure. the group. Dutch from Predator playing as Raphael because he's the biggest, strongest, and most serious of the group. Reese from Terminator playing as Donatello, most creative building pipe bombs, and he's got time <laughs> travel experience up his sleeve. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, McReady from The Thing because he played because uh, he played he was seen playing games, a game of chess, and he gets because uh, you know Michelangelo likes playing games, yeah. and he gets annoyed. Uh, the computer beats him so he pours his drink on the computer <laughs> keyboard so uh yeah i thought that was kind of uh that was my thing nice and the overall uh, other aside they're all sort of 80s sci-fi yep. uh, horror um you know heroes mm-hmm. in, in my eyes yeah so, yeah beautiful <laughs> all right uh do, do you guys need more thinking time yeah i'm uh, do you I'll, have one frank i've got one yeah, let's i've got one yours. so so mine i went with uh basically rock rock stars or rock legends i guess so I went with, uh, and the idea is I also sort of thought, you know, don't just pick people's first names. You've got to pick their last names. So it sounds a little bit different and dynamic, not some, not a name you hear every day. So I went with Mercury, Grohl, <laughs> yep. Axel, and Presley. Yes. yes. Yeah, All right. very so, solid. So, the, and oh. as far as who's who, I went, well, I'm pretty sure of that for... Freddie Mercury is probably the smartest man. You think about his you know, ability to c- compose great tunes. So he's your Donatello. You've got Dave Grohl is probably the nicest rock star you'll ever meet. So he's your Michelangelo. Uh, Axel Rose is probably the guy who would, you know, throw televisions out of windows and snort cocaine and do all that crazy <laughs> stuff. So he's Raphael. And then that leaves Elvis Presley the charismatic leader to be a Leonardo figure. He used Fantastic. to shoot TVs too, but there's another... What's that? He used to shoot TVs too. That's just because he was rich. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> Trent? Um, yeah, look, I I am thinking this is going to be one for the Aussies, I think. Ooh. I'm going to have to go with um, best AFL players. Oh, okay. So I'm going to go with um, Ablett. Yeah. Rusciuto. Yep. Pavlich and Hurd. Pavlich in with those guys. Oh, Interesting. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Right, well, he's in He's a South Aussie. Oh, he's a South. Yep. Sure. Um. So just some some good footy players. Okay. Um. I I don't know who. You haven't given thought as to who's no, who. No, no, I haven't haven't given it that much thought. But <laughs> um. Yeah. If you if you if anyone over there in the states knows what I'm talking about, let us know. <laughs> yeah. Good luck. <laughs> yeah. I'm um not going to be popular when when I pick these ones because people think I cheated. So I'm going to go with. Bogart, Cagney, Dean, and just Curveball, um, and just to annoy Frank, Munro. <laughs> what, Mike Munro from A Current Affair? Marilyn, Mun- <laughs> Marilyn Munro. He's gone the <laughs> Venus de Milo. You should have gone for your fifth turtle. Yeah, fifth I've, gone with, uh, I've gone with Hollywood icons from a right. era. Okay. So okay. Bogart, Bogart, yep. James Cagney, James Dean, Marilyn Munro. Sure. James Cagney, okay. Yeah, yeah right, eh? Yeah. What's James Cagney in? Uh, he used to do a lot of those old gangster films. Ah, right. You know, from the 30s and 40s. Um, Brando. 
Brando would have been another good. Yeah, uh, Brando Marlon would have Brando. been another good one. Mm-hmm. Another good, mm-hmm. good yeah. selection. Yeah. The other one I had as my backup was uh, Australian musicians. So if you had to, so right. mu- music again. But <laughs> yep. well, I just think about that. So I had Barnsey. Yep. You'd have Barnsey, Seymour, <laughs> yep. and Finn. Like yeah, the, yeah, yeah. Well, isn't he New Zealand? Yeah, but we claim him. Yeah, he's one of like Russell Crowe, isn't <laughs> yeah. it? He's recorded a lot of stuff here that makes him out. Pretty much. Yeah. yeah and he, he's cool. in a band with, with one of the Seymour boys as well. That's so right. they're, they're Australian band as far as I'm concerned. Yep. Yeah. Well, we'll take yeah, it. They are. <laughs> Sorry to our no, New Zealand no. fans. Nicely done. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Why well, I, I worked Notice with our it. numbers in New Zealand are just going to plummet. I worked with a New Zealander, and this was a sort of a running joke that we had. And one day, like, he played it the other way. So he was like, yeah, Aussies, you claim all our, like, great, you know, guys like, yeah. um, you know, Russell Crowe and all these guys and, like, Richie Benno. Considering I mean, it's just... the Russell Richie Crowe. Richie Benno? No, that was, that was his joke, oh, right? Yeah. He was, he was, pre- give like, me a heart attack. Like, you know, You're telling me Richie Benno's a Kiwi. Yeah, that's, I mean, that was the joke. <laughs> okay, and he was, okay, like, gotcha. going, just, he just threw it in with all these legit ones. <laughs> and he's like, and, and even, you've taken our beloved Richie Benno. <laughs> Russell Crowe um, yeah. moved to Australia when he was four years old. I'd like to know how much acting he, he picked up in New Zealand before he came here. Well, Sam, Sam Neil, we claim yes. him as well. Yeah, I know he's another one. Yeah. Yeah. All righty. Let's, um, I want to hear this story yeah. from Ben about, uh, you know, and, and look, it's hor- I've had one incident where I've had water leaking into my toy room Ooh. from the ceiling. Yes, and I remember it's that. like, oh, that's not good. Ben, you've sort of been in that um, calamity space during yeah, the week. Yeah, so uh, so let's let's rewind back to the start. So I worked in Port Pirie up in a little country town for a few years and I uh, was, you know, into collecting back then and everything. And I sort of witnessed a, a work colleague of mine during that uh, two or three year stint I was up there. He transformed a regular two-car garage from, a you know, just a cement, you know, just the uh, nothing in there except for the cars to the ultimate sports man cave, right? Complete with bar and everything. And I to say I was inspired is a complete <laughs> understatement, right? So I saw that go from beginning to end and it just absolutely blew my mind. Spoke to you on what's possible. Exactly, exactly. So when I came back home to Adelaide into my own house, uh, that's what my mission was, right? So first off, I had to build a garden shed, move on my tools from uh, my regular, you know, uh, sort of shed. And uh, Dad helped me do that, which was absolutely fantastic, right? Uh, then Dad got sick, right? You know, so Dad was out of the question to help me sort of uh, physically uh, help me with my toy room type of thing. So I undertook my first major endeavour, Right. I lined uh, my shed completely from scratch. You know, uh, it was properly you know, watertight and everything and all the framework was there. I just lined it, put uh, drywall up and hung all the ceiling and things like that, right? So very, very proud moment. We're talking about 2010 sort of era, mm-hmm. right? So Zoom, you know, up to now, 2020, uh, 21 we're in. And... Uh, one corner, one corner of the uh, toy room, the ceiling is starting to sink, sag, whatever you want to call it, from where the uh, you can see it, 
you line the shelf up where the uh, ceiling is and it's got a big freaking bow in it, right? <laughs> right, who do I ring to blame That's, for this? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, look, I look in the mirror <laughs> and I said, you know, you know, your mate, while, while you had your mates around and they were tickling you while you're trying to hang the ceiling, you know, you should have just given a harder backhand, you know? So that was, that was the sort of... Uh, Shenanigans we were uh, up to while uh, we were, you know, you know, because uh, I, I had a lot of help when I was, mm. you know, just want doing to clarify, this. we weren't, we didn't know, no, no, we were not the mates tickling him. That's right, that's right. So anyway, so yeah, so um, and I could see the problem straight away. I'd only put, you know, I'd put one beam when there definitely needed to be two beams to hold up the ceiling, right? So Support when I tried to. When I tried to, I, just for interest sake, I tried to put another nail in to uh, push up the ceiling and the ceiling went up and then uh, one less than one minute later, it just popped back mm. down, you know, right over the head of the nail and it, you know, popped back into its space that it had started to drop, right? I wasn't too stressed. I knew that I'd, um, I could fix it and that I'd, you know, if I do it now, nothing's going to get damaged. It's just a freaking process of clearing that whole area of the wall with all was, my loose figures, taking like all the shelving good three, down. Three or four shelves worth of uh, Four shelves, yep. yeah. And it's, that's where all my Masters uh, Universe stactions are. Supernat- Tonka Supernaturals, Skeleton Warriors, uh, sort of my uh, Batman, uh, Arkham Villains. And then I've got a bit of a random shelf down mm. the bottom. So a lot of toys. And uh, so you'll see on social media, the uh, what toys would you pick from these? You mm. know, what three toys? That's everything from that wall on my table in the room. So I had to move everything. Uh, I was at a uh, one-year-old's party today, cousin sort of thing of my wife, and uh, my uh, father-in-law was there. So we had a good powwow about best way to do it. And I, you know, good old Google, right? Yep. You look up That's Google how to uh, <laughs> lift a ceiling. Yep, you just need a big piece of wood to prop it up. That's a dead man lift, and you just do that sort of thing. <laughs> there was no way I was taking this damn ceiling down. It was going to yeah. get repaired how it sits, right? And then, uh, so I took a photo, you know, saying, oh, guys, this is what I'm doing uh, to the local community. And I have been blown away by the amount of outpour. I'm coming to help, you know, even on social media, people are like, oh, I live on the other side of the world. If I could come and help you right now, I'd be there, you know, and such. So the outpour of community help to come and come to my rescue has been fantastic. I think uh, I was uh, the one that wasn't, stressed about it I think as soon as I posted the pictures a lot of people were well, like if I'd oh, known no. you'd done it to yourself that's, right. yeah, that's yeah. the thing I, I, yeah, I right. would have withdrawn yeah. my offer of support <laughs> <Right>. people <laughs> were saying that it was going to cave in on people, you yeah, yeah people were right. very genuinely concerned there was water damage or yeah. maybe there's animals in there maybe a <laughs> possum or yeah, something had yeah. nested and you know, had babies and, you know, sagged. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Yep. So I knew that was none of the cases it's just shoddy work from DIY you know um <laughs> And uh, so, yeah, so, and then uh, good old Scott came around. Uh, he messaged me and said, uh, look, you know, do you want to help? He's got a bit of a uh, foreman uh, construction, construction yep, background. background. So when he reached out and he's just around the corner, I said, definitely, man, come around and uh, give us your two cents and things. So I had everything, all the tools and things ready. And he came around and put my tools down and we used his <laughs> used tools. Proper tools. Yeah, yeah. My <laughs> screws were this long and his screws were so much better and bigger and awesome. I've heard so, that about Scott. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so he, he just, he had all the knowledge. And even to the extent that my father-in-law... Uh, Poor Ben, as if he wasn't feeling bad enough, <laughs> right? <laughs> it's if, a good news story. My, my father-in-law, like he's like, okay, you guys don't need me anymore. Yeah. Like, so uh, we took, we, we've done it, we've reinforced it with a sort of a T-junction um, cross beam and everything 
looks real good. All it needs a lick of paint. And even Davey reached out, how much paint do you need? Oh, so how ev- good. E- every, uh, everyone's been so, so cool. And uh, I just want to thank the if community because... If I had the skills, man, I would have helped you, but I knew if I'd come along, it would have caved in. Yeah. <laughs> you, you would have been tickling me as well. Like. <laughs> no, 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 yeah. no. Yeah, no, I heard I, that about Darren. No, any harm I caused would have been by trying to do the right thing and yeah. not being capable no, of it. No, just, it just... Thank you, everybody. That's like, cool. thank you for all the uh, concerns. Thank you for the uh, offer of help. Thank you just for the good vibes, you know, That's sending it. Awesome. Uh, um, if nothing else, it's been awesome just to take all my figures down, look at them, give them a get damn good dust <laughs> and put them. And I haven't quite put them back up there as, as of this recording, but um, yeah, it's a process. So Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But the most important part done, is done, you know, the preventing yes. it from getting yep. any worse yep. and restoring it to, yep. to how it should be. And, yep. and, you know, that's that's the name of the game. And it's 100%. fantastic to yeah. hear how many people um, came to your rescue. And, yeah. and, you know, there's so much talent in this community in yeah. so many different areas of life, you know, well, this is a really good example of that. Yep, hundred percent. You know, yeah, f- fantastic. Mm. Good one. Well, I love the happy endings mm. of these stories. So that's that's wonderful. Well done, thank you, Scott. He's a he just does everything. He's a good sword, isn't he? Oh, he does. Man He's always rescuing yeah. one of us on Toy Fair. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Something from yeah. it, you know, often ourselves. But, <laughs> you know, but yeah, so legend. Just on Trent's question, who's James Cagney? I just had that. Flash, the 1990 Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles film, Rocky yeah. does an impersonation. Yes. Yeah. You killed my you brother, killed my you brother, dirty rat. Yeah. Rant. So, yeah. Yep. That, yeah. Hence why I thought you guys might think I was sort of cheating by using Hollywood icons. <laughs> no, 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 no. Because there's a bogey Cagney connection gotcha. to the Makes Turtles. Yeah. Yeah. Very good. All right. We're going to wrap this episode of Toy Power. Thank you so much for tuning in yet again to another one of our episodes. And to all our patrons, thank you so much for your support. We hope to see you around the toils. And to all of you guys over there in Melbourne at the moment, stay safe and keep well through your lockdown. And until next time, good journey. You can find the Toy Power team at all the usual online places. Facebook.com slash Toy Power Podcast at Toy Power Podcast on both Twitter and Instagram or have your say and email us toypowerpodcast at gmail.com. Subscribe to the show on both iTunes and Stitcher, and please leave us a review. Otherwise, we just assume we're awesome. We are a proud member of the Giant Size Team Up Network. Check out all the awesome shows on this awesome network full of okay people. Want to learn more? Go to giantsizeteamup.com, where you can find us and a whole lot more awesome shows. Well, they're not more awesome than us, but they're... Yeah. Oh, oh, oh.